Hey, David. Yes? Do you know what sucks? Lots of things. Vacuums, mostly. But mainly when you try and make plans with your friend, and then both of you get so busy that you can't even uphold those plans. Oh, you're talking about... You're talking about walkabout when you golf, aren't you? Or just gaming in general. Because like last week, we were like, yeah, let's game this weekend. Let's do something. Let's let's have some fun. And I know you had some friends over, and I was out at a uh, a taco birthday party. Or not birthday, like engagement party thing. And it was just lots of fun doing a lot of different things. But Sean and David just haven't had time for each other. To be totally honest with you, I was not doing much on Sunday. I was waiting for you to message me. I, I went golfing, which... It was really fun. But we were supposed to go mini golfing. There was a mini aspect to it. <laughs> you know what? There's not going to be a mini aspect to. What's that? <laughs> this episode of the Sea on Screen podcast. Hey, whether it's your favorite tabletop adventure, movie, or video game, we've got you covered. Welcome to the Sea on Screen podcast with your hosts, Sean and David. Welcome, welcome to the Scene On Screen Podcast with me, Sean, and David. How are you doing today, sir? I'm not bad. You know, it's kind of funny how some of our intros have really good segues into the start of our show, but then some of them are just like, you know what doesn't smell like poop? <laughs> this, <laughs> this episode of the Scene On Screen Podcast is only on the lake. <laughs> yeah, we, we haven't brought that, the, the lake back we should yeah, you got you got to do some special stuff to get the lake man it's like it's, it's not for everyone um no. i i know no like our viewers can't see us right now but as the intro was playing i like clicked on a, a google article it was like was kylo ren the one who killed grogu i was like i don't need to read this right now <laughs> no he Gro- wasn't even around for then right like or maybe th- no, because Mandalorian took place. Wait, Grogu's not dead. Yeah, we just don't know where Grogu went. No, we don't. We know Yoda's uh, dead. <laughs> yeah. The you know, his so, brain. You know, there's there's been a lot of Star Wars happening lately. Um, which I've slowly been catching up on. But you know what? I started building a. Uh, a, a knockoff, and so some people are probably going to dislike it, me for this, but I got a uh, like a knockoff Lego set just to see how it is, and it was the uh, Luke's Land Speeder, like the big, big ass one, and it's actually pretty good. But uh, there was just something about building Lego or knockoff Legos that, like, I was just so in the zone. But while I was building this set. I don't know. I was just remembering, like, thinking about Star Wars Episode Four. You know, like all <laughs> all the scenes with with Luke and Obi Obi Nobi Kenobi, like driving through the land speeder, like with the land speeder and stuff like that. It's just uh, that I didn't even need to put the movie on to watch it. I mean, when I'm building Lego, typically I will 
I will build Lego and watch whatever is themed. Mm-hmm. In this case, like I figured, why wouldn't you put on something like Clone Wars or something? Did you complete the whole model? Uh, no, I got a few bits left to do, but I was just kind of like breaking it up into chunks. Actually, the day that I started it, um, I rebuilt my uh, Baby Yoda Lego set. Oh, because all was... your stuff was in bins from the move. Yeah, most a lot of my Lego sets, other than the ones uh, like I've put together, I don't know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like all the helmets that I have. So there's about like nine or ten of those. Um, but those were easy to to display. Um, and then, yeah, I had like the Baby Yoda or or as it was actually called The Child because it was released before. Uh, nobody can see this, but Sean's showing me his uh, Stormtrooper helmet. Yeah, I got one, too. I got all of them. See yeah, but like shelf back there. <laughs> Anyways, there's only uh, one character in Star Wars. that's important or until the Mandalorian. There was only one character that was ever important <laughs> to me. Yeah. I was just a Stormtrooper, and I don't know why. Um, I have like a few, uh, like a whole bunch of other Lego sets that are currently in Ziploc bags. And okay. So, you know, when you're building Lego set, the packages oh, like are divided into multiple bags, right? It's yeah. Just so you like, can okay, build in segments. Yeah. Right. So it's like, okay, this is all in bag one. It's all bag two. Well, this, the way that I have everything now, it's all in literally like the big Ziploc bags. So I had to dump everything out on the table. And it just brings you back to those like, did you ever have like a bucket of just Lego bricks? I had one of those cylindrical buckets. They were maybe like a foot and a half tall, but it was just like a bin. Yeah, like a, it was dump- like an old like paint or cement bucket, right? Like filled with Lego. No, no, or- it was like an actual Lego block bin. Oh, really? It was. Yeah. And like this, the cap screwed on and it was like a little cylinder oh okay like it yeah, wasn't yeah. very little but like we had it, something it was like an 18 gallon bucket of just lego bricks and we would dump that whole thing out on the on the floor in the basement and just build stuff like i had platforms and stuff like that uh and you know then eventually my mother would step on a lego brick and curse all of her children <laughs> <laughs> but dumping out these ziploc bags of stuff really brings you back to those uh childlike days of just fishing through an endless sea of Lego bricks just for that one obscure one. But yeah. I have, um, unfortunately I've lost like one or two Lego bricks from that set. And I don't know where they are. They're probably in like a bag of miscellaneous stuff. But the cool thing is though, have you, well, have you ever had a Lego set that's missed been missing bricks? It's the original Ikea. They'll just replace it for free. Yeah. I've actually, I've had uh, two sets in the last like two years have have been missing the bricks. The yeah. uh, Tantive Four was missing one, and it was like a major piece too. It was like on the hall, so it's it wasn't even like an internal one where you could just kind of like you know, whatever. You're not going to see it. It was like one that I had to put a sticker on, which was annoying. Uh, And then I had a few missing on the uh, what is it? The uh, the dark trooper from Mandalorian, the helmet. Oh, nice. Yeah. But luckily for that one, it wasn't that big of a deal. But it was funny because I I ordered the the parts for that and they came. They showed up like, I don't know, 
three or four weeks later. And I didn't even remember like where they went on the model because <laughs> I put it together and I'm like, ah, whatever. I'm not yeah, going to see this. So I still have them built- in the, the Lego block. I still have them hanging out in the, the official Lego Ziploc bag. Nice. Well, we built the, the Lego um, friends apartment. We, one of the construction pieces for the back wall was missing. Like it was oh, hidden really? behind the counter, so it didn't matter, but like mm. still. Yeah. But like we built that set in the pandemic and we really haven't built anything since. You should. So like we, you... we bought that one and we bought Central Perk. I was going to buy the Lego The Office one and didn't. Um, there are a few sets that I kind of like am really interested before they like stop production. Um, this The Sanctum Centaurum is pretty sweet. Daily Bugle, there's apparently a $100 Lego set being released, which is the Statue of Liberty fight from Spider-Man um, No Way Home. Oh, that's cool. Um, you and I were talking about a pre-show, the Mose Eisley Cantina. Do you like those? Do you like the Marvel ones? Is that kind of your your jam? Um, I mean, really? I don't have a lot of Lego anymore. I have the Star Wars set that I got at Christmas, but I don't have... Like I have a stormtrooper helmet and I have the friend sets. That's it. I don't have Lego yeah. anymore. We have uh I know that we we have uh the office. Um we have Seinfeld. Uh we have the Friends Apartment, I think it is. Or the Central two piece one? one? I thought you guys bought Central Perk. Maybe Central Perk. Um and uh She Who Shall Not Be Named has Sesame Street. I was there when you bought that. Yeah. The Sesame Street one was actually pretty cool, but we haven't built it yet. What else? I and like a whole bunch of Star Wars stuff. The um I'll send I'll send out a I'll I'll actually Instagram a picture because we keep Central Perk out in the living room on the shelf. But uh Central Perk is now hilariously filled. <laughs> and, uh I, I won't explain anymore, but it's just really funny. Like it's Are you like putting other minifigures and stuff like oh, that? Oh, every minifigure that I've acquired in the last year is in Central Perk. It's nice. so funny. Nice. Um I was actually I watched a video on TikTok, um, just see it, like showing off the value of some minifigures, and I've been trying to find my uh, Emmett Burkowski. I can't find him anywhere, but he was a pre-order bonus for the Lego Movie video game, and he came with a little poncho mm-hmm. and a cowboy hat, and I can't find it. Interesting. Probably. You probably know what? That's the crazy thing about Lego is that like they go, like once they get out of. Um, out of production the prices just shoot up yeah minifigures specifically too eh? Mm-hmm. um okay so i've got a, a mini controversial topic i i don't know how controversial but like this created a great debate at work and i want to i, I want to see where your head's at and listeners i want to know what you guys think as well so whether you you see us on the street send us a message on Instagram or see me at trivia. And you want to talk about this? This is a subject that has become very near and dear to my heart over the last little bit. And it is this. Oh shit. Hold on. Once I, the Luke Skywalker with uh, blue milk, the one that came with, uh, the special, like the pre-order for Lego star Wars Skywalker saga. The one that you didn't get. No, I, I have that. Oh, Probably worth a lot because it was a pre-order bonus. Yeah, it's bucks? worth like eighty-five dollars. Nice. That's a that's a quick eighty-five dollars to make. That is, but I'm going to put that in uh, the Homestead 
one so it can look like he's actually drinking blue milk. Anyways, as you were saying. So as, as you know, I, I work in retail in a mall mm-hmm. and we have a Tim Hortons, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when you go to a Tim Hortons on your way to your office or something, and you go, I want to pick up now well, 50 Timbits for the team, you know, a little morale booster in the morning. Like here, here's some donut holes. Have a great day. Let's let's kick it. Because, you know, right? pizza parties only go so far when it's <laughs> when you're trying to, <laughs> you know, say good job. But well, okay. I mean, I, I just sometimes will stop at Tim's and grab them like. At the end of the day, like I'm just very appreciative for my staff. For sure. <laughs> but um why is it that the malls have like nine or ten different donuts, four or five different muffins, five cookies, six croissants nobody's ever gonna eat, and three goddamn flavors of Timbits. That's it. And like who decides? Hold on, what plain, plain chocolate and uh, the sour cream covered ones, right? The 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 thin, like white air puffed ones. Oh, those are so good with glaze. Yeah, yeah but like okay, um, chocolate. Yeah, and birthday cake. Oh, birthday cake. They who they mix it who up a bit. in the fuck was like okay, guys, malls get these timbits. Here's your little snack pack. These suck. They do. Yeah. You know what? I remember. I remember going through the drive through with my mother because uh, my mom would babysit kids when she when my sister was born. Um, my mom, when she was on maternity leave, she kind of did some home babysitting and we did some after school stuff as well. Um, and I remember like during the summers as well, we would go on. Trips and like day trips, you know, we call it shopping with mom. We always thought it was amazing, but literally she was just doing her errands <laughs> yeah. and we'd always go to the Tim Hortons and, and, uh, she would always say like no chocolate, right? Because at the time, none of us ate the chocolate ones and we wanted the other stuff, right? Those were the best ones. Well, I always want like the, uh, the white ones with the cream, with the, the, pow- uh, the powdered jelly, powdered oh. jelly ones. Yeah. They only ever put like two of those in there. Um, yeah, then... when you fucking rationing your powdered donuts, <laughs> I know, right? You know why? It's because they gave out all of the other ones throughout the years, and now they just have all these chocolate, birthday cake, and the I don't know glazed ones left over. The, like, the, the that's puffs, why yeah. all the, <laughs> that's why the uh, the malls are getting them. But anyway, so like we would just get these, and I remember opening up these box of Timbits, and there was so many, like the variety there was crazy but now when you get timbits it's like three or four it's ridiculous i remember i I always think back to this one christmas party i went to i don't remember how old i was but all i remember is it was at a hockey arena and it was in a party room so you got to do the skating for the first like hour or two hours Mm -hmm. or whatever then you went up you met santa you had a good time you went home i remember as a kid thinking i won the absolute lottery they had a big flat box and just a mountain of Timbits. It was almost like they had two flat boxes, like thinking back and dumped one on top of the other to make it look even bigger. Right. To this day, I've never seen a more generous or copious amount of Timbits in my life. And I like blows my mind to even think about that from the past. 
Nowadays, though, if you go to a Christmas party and there's a a box of like twenty Timbits, you know that it's that person is, you know Happy that person birthday, was Jesus. just like, <laughs> you know that person just was like, oh shit, I forgot to get something. Let's go to the Tim Hortons drive-through. And <laughs> do I go to Jimmy's or Zares? <laughs> and because it was at near the end of the day, it was like even more of the worst ones. They're just like all the dried out, just the plain ones. Who likes plain donuts? Man, Christmas, I do. I love really the plain. The plain cake donut is the best donut. Old fashioned plain is so good from Tim Hortons. You don't understand. It's just so it's perfect. It's like the shell is good. The inside is nice and like, oh, it's perfect. Great donut. Well, you heard it here, folks. Uh, Sean's favorite donut is the plain Donuts oh, no. If we're going with Tim Hortons, it's always going to be a vanilla dip or when they have the special edition strawberry dip, which is a vanilla dip with strawberry filling. What's a vanilla dip? Vanilla dip is just icing and sprinkles. Oh, OK. But um, you know, what's really good, though, is and and they started it. It was like a limited time thing, but then they've turned it into like a more regular thing is the maple. It was like the Boston cream, but maple. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of maple donuts, but it's not like overwhelming. That's the thing. It's like it's like the perfect amount of mapleness. Yeah, I had a maple bacon donut once. Actually, I got you a maple bacon donut once too from that De, uh, that Debronics place. Oh yeah. That's now right. we're just advertising for free for a lot of people. <laughs> so I guess we'll move on to some other stuff. Uh, David, I have not played anything in a week. I'm sorry, we haven't gone to Upside Downtown. In walkabout mini golf, and I'm sorry to my friends I play Call of Duty with. I haven't done anything. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what? Uh, that's okay. <laughs> on behalf forgive of everyone, <laughs> on behalf of everyone else, I forgive you. Uh, yeah, we haven't played Upside Downtown yet, uh, but from what I've seen, it looks pretty sweet. I haven't. I purposely haven't watched like videos or anything like that. I've just seen some posts from like the official walkabout mini golf, uh, Instagram. It looks cool. Um, but we're kind of, I'm making sure that we go into that in like a, a fresh mindset of not really knowing what, what it is so that we get that full on wow factor. Yeah. I literally just remembered that my headset's probably not charged because <laughs> I'm terrible. Yeah. Terrible, horrible human. And like really upside downtown could suck because it, but it will probably not be as bad as mist. <laughs> yeah. And there's something else coming out called meow town. So it's like, they're just releasing them fast and furious. But now I remember in Canada, it's like $5 a game. Or $5 know, a player like pack. Well, yeah. Yeah. Cause it went up. So, you know, I, uh, this will be, is this the first one? That no, uh, Atlantis was the first one after the price increase. Yeah, and Atlantis was visually it was cool, but it was really easy. Was that the one you could break the bank on? Though a lot of their sprites were the same. Like when we saw the the like waving crab at first, we're like, oh, that's so cute. And then every like fourth hole, there was a waving crab. Yeah, yeah. And he did the same thing, like move to the left, wave. You know what? Did we do the fox hunt on that one? I do not. I do not declare. I don't, I don't think, think we did. I don't think we did. So we got we got our homework set out for us for that. Um, we got this. I, I played. Uh, I played 
a lot more of uh, Metroid Prime Remastered. Holy shit, man. That game is so good. <laughs> I've, you've been on it for now four weeks and you still haven't beat it? I haven't been. Uh, I, I've only been playing on the weekends and um, primarily just because that's when I can really focus and not be tired after work. Nice. That's and, fair. And I'm, and I'm kind of like, I, I, I don't want to just rush through that game. You know, like I want this to, I want the taste to linger in the back of my throat there, you know, back of my mouth, you know, just that like sweet. <laughs> yeah. I said that one up. I know uh, that sweet aftertaste of uh, Metro prime remastered. So good. So I'm in a, I'm in kind of a little bit of a quandary right now when it comes to what I want to play. And the reason is I have pre-ordered the show, so I know that comes out in like a week. Mm -hmm. Until the other day, I thought that Jedi Survivor was still also coming out this month, but now it's delayed till April. Thank God. Oh, yeah. I got to beat... uh... I thought about going through Jedi Fallen Order again just to like finish off like where I went. Then I realized that I played it on my Xbox One. I didn't play it on my Series X, so I like I'd have to install it. I'd have to like it's a good game to like play while you're listening to music. The one issue that I have with my monitor system is that um, when I am playing games like single player without people online, I still have to wear a headset because my monitor doesn't have stereo at. So like I do, I could just hook up a speaker to it and be fine technically i just don't care to i mean like if you're concerned about having to start the game over again it doesn't matter because like you would install the game and then you're safe your cloud save would be there yeah so just also utter laziness but i've uh i've i've been i've been dabbling trying to determine what i want to play and then i'll like sit there and i'll be like oh yeah i'll play something and then i just don't end up turning on the console it's the uh, that's the problem with having so many choices, right? It's like the whole Netflix and Disney Plus and like just st- streaming media nowadays, right? You spend more time just browsing the menu trying to figure out what what you want to watch. You know, how- Gaming for me is an eclectic mood all the time, right? Like if I'm in like if it's free agency and whatever sport that I like watching, like right now it's NFL. Right. Well, like I love watching hockey trade deadline just happened. So I've been playing all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but the NFL free agencies right now. So I'm like, Oh, do I fire up Madden? Nah. Do I fire up Madden? Nah. And then like, um, my other half's really into the Sims, which is getting like this huge update this week. So do, do I like that game? Yeah. Huh. It is like, I don't Are know. You, I'm just, I'm in a passive do, gaming situation. Do you right watch the CFL? Are you into like Canadian football? Not really. Mm. I go because the tickets are cheap. The beer is cheap. Food, meh. But it's it's a good time. Like I've been to a lot of Toronto games. Apparently, um, Winnipeg is hosting the Grey Cup. The Coupe de Grey. Next year or this year. I don't know when it is. You should go. Yeah. Buy a ticket. Just down the street. I've got tickets to uh, Winnipeg Jets coming up in April. I know. I'm so bummed I can't join you, but I get I to go to Quebec instead. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be uh, my first NHL game in, oh, geez, years. 
like since like mid 2000s like or yeah something like that just make sure you pick one player and just yell their name completely that's all all i was that's what i was planning on doing uh i'm i'm thinking the first player to score a goal is gonna be your boy that's gonna be my boy you got a one of uh, Winnipeg's best players is named Dubois. Dubois? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? The seats are like three or four rows back from the player box. Nice. You're going to be behind the, the bench. bench. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be <laughs> <laughs> promptly escorted out of there. I'll be like, swing, bada, 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 swing. <laughs> they, can't, they can't hear you. Um, oh, what, you what do you want to hit first? heard me yell. <laughs> That's true. Uh, do you want to hit uh, the FTC and Microsoft, or do we want to talk about Super Super Mario? Well, you know what? The FTC. Let's let's do uh, Sony. Wait, the FTC is mad at Microsoft. Yeah, I thought it was Sony well, still going on about it. No, it's the FTC now. Um. So here here's where we're at. So the N uh, the FTC the NFC. Oh my god. The FTC files a complaint against Microsoft for refusing to provide documents after 24 requests to do so. Now, David, if you haven't read any of the articles that I've sent you in the last two days, I wouldn't blame you because I'm, there was a I'm lot. not seeing this one, though. Um, what I will tell you, or what I will do, is I will suggest... Um, not, not suggest. I will let you take a guess as to what documents they want. Oh, geez. They want to know, I don't know, how much they spent on exclusives. No, they they want to know what the details are for the NVIDIA deal and the, the Nintendo deal. It's, it's NVIDIA. No, it's NVIDIA. No, it isn't. It's NVIDIA. It's NVIDIA. Every I purposely do time. this to bother you. Oh, my God. Like, I don't even pause at it anymore. It was like NVIDIA. <laughs> no. Okay. Anyways, they want to know what, how much. Specifically, some of the do- uh, documents the FTC is requesting to see are relating to Microsoft's recent 10-year deals of Call of Duty with Nintendo and NVIDIA. Oh, yes. More recently, Microsoft <laughs> made another 10-year deal with cloud-based gaming service uh, provider Boostroid, which the FTC would also like to request to see. Likely the end date yeah. for the discovery period is now April 7th, 2023, with the case going to court August 2nd, 2023. Gee, so we're going to be hearing about this for the next, like, four months. Yeah. So this only happened because Microsoft subpoenaed Sony to gain access to all its documents in the uh, in the case proceedings. So what we're seeing now is... It's it's literally just a, a, it's just a, a stick wagon match. contest. It's just yeah, a it's pitch, so stupid. match, yeah. And you know what? Like ultimately, who who who's gonna win? I I can tell you who's gonna lose. It's gonna be so, the gamers. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And um, Sony, Sony's definitely gonna lose this battle because at the end of the day, do you think for a second Activision is going to be like, yeah, we're going to sell Sony all these exclusives now because they fucked up our deal. Yeah. If anything, what I could see happening is uh, Activision Blizzard like splitting, like doing something and splitting their company into smaller portions and then Microsoft buying those up individually. Or uh... hell, maybe they could just sell the IP to (laughs) to Microsoft. But. Isn't that the whole problem? 
Well, the, the main problem I think that Sony has is, well, Sony just doesn't want them to have Call of Duty because apparently uh, Call of Duty is the only thing keeping Sony's gaming um, division alive, which doesn't make any sense. But uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I f- was feeling like this was coming to an end, but it hasn't really. It's just keep. It just keeps going. It's, it's like just... when you rub against a good pimple and you think it's going to go, and then it's like, nah. I'm going to break under the skin instead. That's what's <laughs> happening right now. <laughs> what a weird analogy. Like out of anything you picked, you 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 could have picked. You picked popping a pimple under the dermis. Or is it the epidermis? I guess it's the epidermis. The dermis is below. Hey, Bart, your epidermis is showing. <laughs> well, you yeah. know, I'm sure we'll have plenty more plenty more updates. And you know what? Like you had mentioned uh, before the show, a lot of people are upset about uh, Call of Duty not having... Just in general right now. Yeah, yeah it's... but especially not having like any double XP weekends uh, lately and all this stuff. And I wonder if because of all of this stuff going on, if... Uh, this is what is like if these legal proceedings and Sony trying to stop Microsoft from buying Activision Blizzard, if that's causing uh, delays and us not having these like double XP weekends and these bonus weekends and stuff like that in these games, because like they used to have them quite often, right? Like, would it be like almost once a month? Yeah, and now they're like once maybe a season if you're lucky and like i'm 35 percent done my battle pass and there's 25 26 days left in it i'm not going to complete it Mm -hmm. so now i'm trying to have you played with the battle pass at all like have you done anything with it since you got the game Um, um i got like i unlocked like four or five tiers yeah, like so late tiers in the first first season. For those who don't know, the battle pass now works in a non-linear fashion. So they give you a map and you can unlock segments. Kind of like the way Fortnite works where your battle pass, you can kind of like open and close different tabs to make your way through it and pick and choose what you want. Or like when Fall Guys was at its peak, you can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Now you just look at this map. So I'm trying to strategically blow my way through this map to get enough coins to pay for my battle pass next season. Yeah. That's what I was doing too. It's a, it's a cold, cold world out there in call of duty land. Oh, well, speaking of cold, they killed off Willow season two. (laughs) And David's uh, so sad. His favorite show was killed off. It's so funny. I, uh, I, when you when you told me this, I went and I told uh, I went to she who shall not be named. I says I was like I have some bad news. She's like what? I'm like I have some like really really bad news. And she's like what? So I held her held her close and I said Willow isn't getting a second season. <laughs> and she just laughed. <laughs> That show, you never watched it, but honestly, like it was not good. And I am not surprised that it didn't get a second season because it was not good. And I apologize to anyone who is halfway through this season already. Like, mind you, it 
finished a while ago, but it's not even worth the, the time. It was just not good. But hey, yeah. at least it shows that Disney is making some smart decisions and not just like renewing shit because it's uh, an IP that they want to just milk and and keep pushing. Right. <laughs> I was going to just say and bread and milk and cookies because you said just milk. I'm sorry. Um, Who has actually, bread with their milk and cookies? I don't know. I meant cookies and other shit. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. Um, I was finding it kind of interesting some of the shows that have been renewed recently it just seems to me like there's so many um there's so many companies now that don't really know what they want nor do they know what their viewers really want right like netflix seems to be living and thriving off all these like general interest shows now Mm -hmm. or or, sorry specialized interest shows Mm -hmm. they're making these one-off really good um what do you call them like the series like kaleidoscope and apple tv is just kind of plugging away and doing the same thing over they're doing what's successful like ted lasso just uh came out on its season three apparently it it could be its last season they've written it so it could potentially end if they needed it to um they just re um they re-upped shrinking that just came out with the other bill lawrence show Netflix is like full swing just got renewed. And then you see things like Barry get canceled and um, Willow get canceled. The League of Their Own is getting a final season. Didn't even last that long. You know, like it's mm-hmm. just it's so weird to me how these companies are making these decisions. Warner yeah, Brothers it- cancels the People's Court and the People's Court new season or no, it's Midnight Court that got uh, that got renewed. It was good. People's was Court say, is just like a court show. <laughs> I was going to say, People's Court is like, isn't that what Judge Judy type of thing? Yeah. Um, the new Midnight Court is actually a really funny show. It's uh, like, apparently it was around like when we were younger. It was a show like more for our parents generation. But it's apparently really, really funny. I've watched a few clips of the new show. and I'm like, this is this is entertaining. This is good. I like it. It's fun. Um, but like Netflix is still kind of getting away with its outer banks on all this shit. So TV to me right now is meh. And when Disney cancels the Mandalorian, which apparently John Favreau wants to run for another five years. I don't know how he's going to do that. Well, they, when you think about the, the amount of time that they have though, like just in the, the timeline of where the Mandalorian takes place, it's, after the fall of the empire, right? Like yeah, very quickly after the fall of the empire within the f- a few years after, but then there's still a good like 20 plus years or whatever between then and, and uh, the new Republic or sorry, uh, first order, but not really at the same time, because we now know what time gap they have based on Luke's assumed age and how old Ahsoka is like they've time stamped themselves by accident. You could have made Luke even older, but you didn't. Well, because this takes place, it takes place a few years after Jedi. So they have to make, they have to make Luke young and it makes sense for Ahsoka to be a full grown woman older because she 
Yeah, because over the course of between when Ahsoka was a kid and End of Jedi, there was like it was like 20 years. I guess. So she would be in her like mid 30s and Luke would still be in his like he'd be in his like early 20s kind of thing. And then Kylo Ren kills Grogu. Allegedly, according to the Internet. <laughs> I My theory is what they're doing is they are taking Mandalorian and trying to use the Mandalorian to explain how somehow Palpatine returned. I think they're going to push push that direction a little bit. The one thing that made Mandalorian great is now the one thing that it's stuck behind is it's now also stuck behind the Skywalker paywall. Uh, what do you mean? Like, I use the term paywall kind of hum- humorously or ironically, but what makes Andor so special? Uh, it wasn't connected it's to any like Skywalker saga, any stuff like that. Yeah. And like his acting isn't even that great. So let's be real, but, but it doesn't connect you to the Skywalker saga at all. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mandalorian season one, you get those references and everybody's like, Oh my God, I love these references. This is so amazing. Season two, who rides in on their X wing and saves the day. Yeah. But like at the very end, like the last episode, did Grogu have to call Luke Skywalker? He didn't call him. He just called the a Jedi, right? And yeah, and and guess who picked up the phone? Well, because he there's put down not his many blue Je- milk <laughs> and picked up picked up his lightsaber phone. There's not many Jedi out there, right? So it makes also, sense that it would be Luke. Sorry, he picked up his Death Star phone. I think just, I think you're you're not wrong because they they did it's bring cheap in now, maybe a little bit, but they're not piggybacking on the Skywalker saga for majority of the stuff like yes it was heavily used in book of boba fett which is garbage um but so far in mandalorian between episode or between season one and we're at episode three of season three there's only what one episode with luke in it I guess the Boba Fett episode has one in it. See, Boba Fett doesn't count though, because that's a different season. Yeah, but that, that's it's that's Mando season. Mando two point five. Yeah. So okay, uh, if we were to take all of those, that's three three seasons of shows. There's only maybe four episodes out of what, like twenty five, thirty? You knew this was gonna be a distinct possibility when Boba Fett arrived in season two of The Mandalorian. Right when he mm, yeah. when Mando went yeah, after yeah. Fennec, and then um, Boba Fett was like, "I always repay my debts, but I also take off my helmet all the time because I'm a jackass." That <laughs> <laughs> okay? What he wasn't like he was an awful Boba Fett. I'm sorry, you could have picked anybody to have more personality than than Tamara. To Tamara, mm. what's his last name? I don't know. Wilson Morrison. He, he is the the clones, right? So Boba Fett, it it makes sense that that's him. But they probably learned from. Remember when season one of uh, Mandalorian Tamara was coming Mor- out, Morrison. and yeah, and uh, P- P- Pedro Pascal 
was uh, saying that he needed FaceTime. Like he was on the verge of walking if he didn't have any FaceTime. Uh, and then they, he took his helmet off in end of season two or whatever. But uh, I don't know. Like this is a pretty good segue. <laughs> I don't even know how we got into this topic, but <laughs> I'm not done ranting about it either. I can keep going. I mean, you know what so we gotta do? You haven't we watched, gotta... but you haven't watched episode two or three yet of season three. And I can tell you right now that I have not like I've obviously watched them. I did not think anything related to Skywalker or any of that stuff. There was one comment made in season or sorry, in episode two that connected it to Book of Boba Fett. But that was it. They don't hang on to that at all. In fact, episode three um, I'm going to be very curious as to your thoughts on this because it uh, it was a long episode that the total runtime with with uh, credits was 58 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Disney. <laughs> right. So, so far, it's the longest episode in season three um, where you're looking at about probably about 50 minutes total. Right. Like uh, before credits. Um, and it it took a, a different turn. It was kind of unexpected, but they're doing a little bit more world building or uh, character building for other characters than just Mandalorian and stuff like that. But they do explore him as well. So uh, I think this is going to focus a little bit more on kind of uh, an attempt on like bringing back like the Empire in a sense that maybe grows into the First Order. Um, but then also, I think it's going to piggyback on a lot of like the Clone Wars and and that kind of stuff, like Bo-Katan I mean, and, and whatnot. I hope so. And I, I truthfully hope that this isn't the end or uh, the beginning of the end for Favreau and the Mandalorian. Some people, I think, are review bombing it because the wait was so long for season three and like people are dumb and forgot that there was a two year global pandemic that kind of shut everything down mm-hmm. and they still made content, but they mm-hmm. just couldn't make it as quickly. I get that. But to give the Mandalorian episode two, and I like, I haven't seen it yet, but I highly doubt. And I mean, I highly, highly doubt that Favreau is content with seeing that rating of a five on IGN's website for episode two. Oh shit. It was almost two years since the last, since season two. Holy shit. Yeah. December 18th, 2020 was the last episode of, of, uh, season two. Oh my God. It didn't feel like that long. I guess it never does. But yeah, cause there was no episode at all oh, in yeah, 2021. Right. And then book of Boba Fett came out. That's right. And we got like the remix season, which was like three episodes of Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. in the Boba Fett ep- like episodes. And then we waited another entire year for it to be released. Yeah. And it received its lowest rating ever last week. And well, people are comparing it a lot to the Battle of Winterfell. Uh, the Battle from, of Winterfell? From Game of Thrones. Oh. 
it was one of the last episodes in the final season of Game of Thrones, but uh, the way it was shot, it was just very dark the entire time. You could barely see what was going on. Yeah, you know what? The the lighting wasn't the greatest in the second episode. So, like, guys, don't make the same mistakes others do and stuff. Don't do it. Well, the next episode, episode four, was written by John Favreau and Dave Fellini, so I can imagine that uh, there's going to be some someone is showing up from a a previous series. Which is what they like. They can't bait us like that. I know Favreau wants full creative control of the show. And if he doesn't get it, he's going to walk. But like, come on, come on guys. Come on, come on, please. Come on. Just give us the, like, I love this whole, what's Bogotan going to do? What is, I didn't realize that Bo-Katan and um, John Favreau both played characters in Clone Wars. Like yeah, Bo-Katan so the, actually, she the, voiced it, right? Yeah, she's the voice actor for Bo-Katan in Clone Wars, and John Favreau was uh, a Mandalorian. I forget, I forget who he played. I forget her name. I think her name is Emily Sackoff or Slackoff. Kara Slack. Damn it, I'll remember it eventually. But um. Yeah, she she and him both were in episodes, and I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you want to do Mario? Yeah, speaking of uh, really cool. Oh, you want to do it that way? Speak, speaking <laughs> of really cool things we don't care about, um, how are we feeling about that last trailer? So, this trailer came out a week ago. We learned about it as we were recording last <laughs> our last episode but decided to not talk about it then um you know what this trailer does make the movie look more enjoyable because it shows more action and a lot of different stuff uh the there's the lumas which is probably they, <laughs> they are adorably funny which is so funny um we get a little bit more of jack black voicing bowser which Again, I think is a perfect fit. Sounds great. Very believable. We have Charlie Day being Charlie Day, uh, pretending to be Luigi. And we get a little bit more of the story, actually. Apparently, Luigi is captured and Mario has to go and save him. Wow. It's almost like the Mario games. Except the other way around, because there's the Mario is missing games. Uh, her name is Kate Sokoff. For who? Bogotan. Sorry. Oh. Um, and what we got some uh, Rainbow Road action. We got some Mario Kart action. Um, we get what's his name? Donkey Kong getting Donkey a Kong. a, fl- a fire flower. Jeez, what's his name? Uh, who voices Donkey Kong? I'm drawing a blank now. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Well, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, and it just sounds like Seth Rogen. Like this movie is going to be. Like a miss, a mismatch of decent voices, and oh, that's just that actor. Yeah, right. Um, animation looks cool. Like it looks great. Illumination is one of the 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 like I would say that they are on par with Pixar for some of their movies. Sure. Like in not 
like they're, they're a different style, but I mean like the quality and like the, the amount of work that they put into it, like with the detail and stuff like that. I think this movie though is going to be one of their, their best ones visually. I would, I would hope so. Um, I mean, their animation style in things like um, the Incredibles or the, not the Incredibles That's minions. Sure, yeah. And despicable me. Very, very well thought out. Well done. Very clean, crisp. I still worry that because of how short the movie is, it's not going to be fully enjoyable, no matter what. Do we have a runtime? I believe it's less than an hour and a half. Really? Yeah. It was it was announced and people were really upset about it. Um, Mario. Because if it's less than an hour and a half, like... One that... hour and 32 minutes. Oh, geez. So that means that it's like an hour and 20 minutes. Like of actual content. Yep, it's short. Holy shit. That puts it in like TV special, like TV episode territory. Wasn't it's worrisome. The first, the first episode of The Last of Us was longer than that. It's worrisome. Yeah. It's worrisome. Are you going to go see it in theaters, though? We've talked about it a few times. We are probably not going to go opening weekend. Like, like what could cheap, possibly cheap be spoiled me? about Super Mario? I know we've seen everything that's going to be in there. What possible outcome in this movie is going to happen where I'm going to be mind blown? Then, is Mario going to lose? Yeah, that's true. Is like there? There's a Mario Kart element. That's cool. I hate how confident they make him look after he has no idea what he's doing. It bothered me so much. Mm-hmm. And like, I bet you Chris Pratt has some claws being like, people can't hate me. <laughs> but like, I'm genuinely interested. <laughs> He's in got this the movie. Dwayne Johnson claws in his contract. He yeah. can't lose. The um, <laughs> I don't know. Just watching the trailer. It's very appealing. It looks very cool. But also now they're trying to like create this world where Mario World is actually just the levels. Mm-hmm. The Mushroom Kingdom is actually just levels, and that's mm-hmm. kind of weird to me. Like, you know? Yeah. There, yeah, there, there, there's some stuff there that, like, because I'm an adult, I'm going to have a hard time being like, oh, my imagination makes this make sense. I will try and justify things I'm seeing. I'm going to look for every reference possible. I cannot wait until it's like out digitally so I can actually watch it and watch it with a reviewer mm-hmm. that is going to actually be like this, 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 this is what you're seeing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I, I'm not going to make the two hour drive to go and see it in a, a theater. Wait I'm... a second. You're not going to drive two hours to see an hour and a half movie to drive back two hours. <laughs> Uh, I might see it in like the local theater because tickets are cheaper and I don't you know that place has the trip. best popcorn too, right? The local theater. Oh, oh fuck, yeah. of course they have the best popcorn. Oh, it's so good. I remember when everything, um, everything is cash only. So that's the, that's the most difficult part is finding cash. Cash. Yeah. Cold, hard cash. So, I remember when uh, myself and the other half started dating. We saw a, a tiny little Pixar movie called Inside Out in her hometown of Welland, Ontario. 
Now, Welland is not a very big place, and they have a mall. Their mall was kind of ghetto. I'm sorry for uh, our Welland listeners who are going to listen to this and get offended. When we walked through the mall, most of the stores were closed. One person is shocked. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Most of the stores were closed, or like they were just darked out or like boarded up. Like the mall wasn't abandoned, but there was not really a lot. Like the mall felt run down. Like, you know, when you go to like the nice super center in your city and then you go to like the little mall that like the lights are dingy, the tiles are yellow because of mm. time and nothing else, all that stuff. When you got into like the atrium of this mall, there was like this big RC track because there was like an RC track competition because that's what you do in an empty mall. You set up a, an RC race car track. Mm-hmm. But the movie theater we went into was like one of those theaters where instead of you walk in, walk around the corner and walk up the seats, you just walk into a a gradient slope toward, <laughs> towards the screen. <laughs> and every set of seats is only six inches higher than the last. And you have to hope that you don't sit in or behind someone who is like extremely tall. It was very ghetto. I think since they've gotten a Cineplex, but like the only other movies we've seen while we've been down there, we've gone to like Niagara Falls. So like tomato, potato. That's now, fair. You brought up The Last of Us. I did. Before we do The Last of Us and say spoilers ahead, thank you for the feedback for those who listen, who want their 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 topics. Um, I'm going to give you your topics right now for Musical Madness at TWB. Your topics are musicals, general knowledge. So I'm just going to ask a bunch of random musical questions. They're not going to be overly complicated because I don't want to be called out for stuff. I don't know. So I've sourced information. Uh, I am doing two rounds of name that musical one with a twist twist. You'll find out next week. Uh, We are going to do, don't forget the lyrics, Mamma Mia style. So Mamma Mia one and two are on the table. And then finally, because the Oscars happened this week and it's it's nice to romanticize and remember some of the great music we've heard, I'm going to do Academy Award worthy songs, name and year. So movie name and year like we usually do, but I'm going to use all the Academy Awards. So don't just look up the last 10. Sweet. Look up the last 25. All right. It is now. Time for The Last of Us season finale and series overview recap. We need like a spoiler alert, a spoiler alert thing, because all I have is this. A message from the government of Canada. Yeah, we don't need that. (laughs) People are booing us right now. They're like, boo, boo. Although, have you seen any house hippos lately? Just saying. No, no. They informed us. (laughs) They you leave a raisin on the floor and it disappears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No kidding. Is that the biggest thing that we all believed when we were kids? Or was it you can't drive with the lights on in the car? Uh, what did you believe more <laughs> when you were a child? House hippos? Or you can't have the interior Actually, light on in the car? I legitimately think that we were going to instantly crash if the lights turned on in the car. Oh, see, I thought we were going to get arrested. Oh, see, like my dad was like would yell at us be like i can't see the road like you're we're gonna crash apparently people would only like get mad at that because they were drinking in the back of the car so you'd never want the lights on. Mm. 
Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, spoiler alert. We're going to talk about The Last of Us, the TV show, <laughs> if you haven't finished it. Uh, pause this episode at the current time and then listen to it we'll again. We'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll listen to the rest of this episode after you finish watching The Last of Us. All right. Thoughts? Oh, man. So that that the scene where Joel's going through the hospital is one of the most impactful scenes of that game. That is the end of the game. That is your final boss. That is what you are doing at the end of the game. And I don't felt, I, I didn't feel like they did enough fan service to the game for that. It was really well shot. Mm-hmm. It was, it was exciting. It was exhilarating, but also it was missing more action like did he have to cold cock the girl in the face or the doctor like i'm not going anywhere okay bye boom no he didn't have to do that i mean i can't even remember if that part happens in the game or not i just as somebody who played the game and appreciated the game and loved the game i felt like that part was a little underwhelming the episode as a whole was pretty great but it also felt really rushed right like they're they're walking through that city, they're learning more about each other. They're bonding. All of a sudden, they're mm-hmm. flashbanged. The hospital stuff all happens, and then it's just like, oh, boom, episode over. Yeah, you know what? Like it did. It did seem like something was missing, at least to the lead out to yeah, like ten minutes. It was missing time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it just needed more. Yeah, I feel like there could have been. Um, a few more episodes or something like that in between from the the previous one and this one, right? Cause we go from like literally months have passed from the, the episode prior. Yeah. They're wearing t-shirts. Well, <laughs> it's no longer winter. He's fully healed. You know what I mean? Like they could have explored a little bit more about that. And maybe they would have had to diverge a little bit from the, the game. Right. But if they were to explore their relationship a little bit more, it would have made it more impactful when they were talking, when they were bonding in the last episode, you know, and Joel was kind of opening up to uh, things that he's, he's done and, you know, where he almost um, committed suicide and, and all that stuff. Uh, I think it would have made it a little bit more impactful, but that was just kind of rushed. Um, they put the giraffes in. Yeah, was I was good. very impressed. I, I looked at Krista and I was just like, I wonder if they're going to follow this part of the, the game. And she's like, there's giraffes and they were real. They weren't CGI. So Are you sure? Good. Were they real? Yeah, I saw some like photos. Oh, cool. Um, I was expecting something to happen. Like I was expecting a little bit more zombie action. So we had nine episodes of TV for probably seven hours worth of content, right? Yeah. The entire game's main story is 14 hours. Yeah. I think if you watch the super cut on YouTube, let me just see if I can get that time. Um, Last of us part one super cut. All cut scenes is five hours. That's so long. That doesn't seem right. 
Oh, it's three hours if you watch all the the cutscenes. Three hours out of your fourteen hours, so that's still an eleven-hour game. Yeah, I I don't want to say I was disappointed in the end, but like the very that scene in the game is gut wrenching at the very end where you have to lie to Ellie. Yeah, it's different. I I mean, what do you? What? Go go ahead. I I have a I have a, a quandary. No, no, for go, you, you go ahead because my my view is slightly different because I never got to that part in the game anyway. So, yeah, I was gonna say as a whole, how did you feel about the story, and what do you think they should do going into season two? Um, as a whole for the story, I, I well, I feel like they need to explore a little bit more of the relationships between characters, right? Like this one was very much the journey from getting from uh, getting to the fireflies. Right. Uh, But we didn't really get to explore too much of Joel and Ellie's relationship growing. Right. It just kind of happened where he was like, he's kind of an asshole to her and she was an asshole to him. And then next thing you know, okay, they're a little bit more friendly. And then bam, Last episode, they're like, oh, yes, like you're all I have left and all that stuff. Right. Um, But as like I got through about like three quarters of the game, maybe half of the game. I don't really remember. Did you get did you get to when like that that bar burns down? I think I was just before that. Yeah. Um, So as someone who didn't see and especially like she she who shall not be named has never played the game or seen it and stuff like that. So from her reactions uh, alone, you can tell that they made this for primarily for people who haven't played the game, right? Like there's a lot of stuff in there for people who have played the games. But again, you're a prime example. Like, you know how it ended in the game and you know, like kind of the, the action that was in the game. And because it didn't translate properly or how you feel like it should have translated to the, the, the screen, you're a little disappointed, right? Whereas the reaction from, you know, my significant other who has never played the game, like on the edge of her seat, just friggin' <laughs> like screaming at the, at, at Joel. Yeah. Right? Like, um, and I thought it was, I thought it was, well done in the sense of the character. It was a tipping point for the character, right? Like he just snapped and like kind of went unhinged (laughs) and his rage knows no bounds, but he went from this guy who was like, I don't know, like, like it it was almost as if someone just turned God mode on. Right. And he just goes through there and just completely destroys everyone um, and you, like you get doesn't even sense, put up a though. fight, right? Like nobody, like there's no real fight or struggle that he's having to get back to Ellie to save her. But I would, I would argue, um, and like, okay, I'll argue your point, and then I'll bring up another point. So I would argue that when Marlene says that she's that's the last person that she'd ever want to have a debt to, mm-hmm. she knows that Joel's been through some shit. Like they were using Joel before Marlene asked to move Ellie 
Mm-hmm. Like they used him for like some other mercenary stuff, right? Yeah. So like that guy had seen some shit. He's been he was like a merc. What I would say that is different, and your perspective to your other half's perspective will be the exact same as mine. I I hope. So you played a good chunk of the game, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So from the very first time you played the game, you knew that what the mission was for Ellie, right? right. You knew that you were going to use her to get a cure. Mm-hmm. Was that ever really established in the show? They said that she had antibodies and they wanted to test her. I knew the fireflies were going to kill her or attempt to kill her. Mm-hmm. You knew that because you played the game, but they mm-hmm. never once insinuated that throughout the show because my other half sat there worried shitless that entire final episode thinking they were going to kill her off. But that's the point. That's what they wanted, though. Yes, but as, the, as somebody who got to play the game, you knew from the very beginning of the game that that was the plan. Mm-hmm. So you got to play that 14 hour game or in your case, seven hour game for the, the with the knowledge. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but you got to play that game with the knowledge in the back of your hand or in the back of your mind that you knew that they were going to be testing and they were going to use her for the cure. And then as you're playing that final, like that final, like hour and a half of the game, you know, that's what's at stake. Mm hmm. You only know that in the last 10 minutes of this episode, 15 minutes. Yeah. And I think, though, the way that they did it, right, like because Joel is also just finding out as well. In that um, it allows the viewer to feel more connected to him. Right. I guess because, like, yeah. everyone's just finding out that, oh, shit this stuff grows in the brain and they're going to kill her to get it. Right. So at that moment, it makes you kind of like empathize with Joel and his character and what he's doing, because you know what? Like, um, she, who should not be named started asking me like, would you kill let them kill me if I was like <laughs> like all this like this stupid like these questions like that? And I'm just like, well, I don't know, like depends on the situation. <laughs> and she was like, I would do that if it was you, but like if it was someone else, like I would let them kill them. Like it brings up a lot of these like moral questions, right? Like, and so we had that discussion, which was kind of funny, but um I think that's what they were going for, right? Like if if they said anything like that at the beginning of the show and explain to the audience that yes, in order to do their, whatever they are going to do to try and get a cure, they're going to have to kill Ellie. If they explain that even halfway through, it would mean that that episode, that that episode probably, well, unless Joel didn't know, right then they wouldn't be able to do that episode. It wouldn't have been able to play out that way because even though that's how it plays out in the game for TV, they would have had to do something different because people would be pissed off. It's like, okay, well, why would, if he knows that they're going to kill her, why would he still take them to this place? Especially after them having that bond, right? Like, and what they were trying to push at that last episode. That's fair. Now let, let me give you a different spin to it, right? So we've talked about this when it came to the original Justice League movie before they Snyder cut it. 
Mm-hmm. We talked about this about Obi Nobi Kenobi. We talked about this actually through a lot of TV series that we've watched. The biggest fault any company can have, and now HBO, you've done it as well, is we knew The Last of Us season two was already going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, for anybody who played the game, and I, I've Davided the, the Last of mm-hmm. Us part two currently. Nice. I've not done it, but I will get it done before the series drops. Whose picture's on the box? <laughs> Joel? No. Whose picture is on the box for The Last of Us Part 2? Well, it's Ellie. We know that. Yeah. Okay. So we know that, right? We didn't know that when when the game came out in what, 2013, 2014? That's, that's true. Yeah. So, okay. So stay with me here. So we know that Jewel and Ellie are on the front of The Last of Us Part 1's box. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? We didn't know The Last of Us 2 was coming for years after the first one was done. And Naughty Dog was like, we got a big hit. We're going to do this. We're going to do this again. Then they released Days Gone and that game sucked. Wait, Naughty Dog did Days Gone? I believe so. I, don't I think might be did. wrong. It could have It was that or CD Projekt Red. No. No, it wasn't. Days Gone was uh, Naughty Dog. Bend Studio. Was it not? It was Bend, Stu- Bend Studio. Yeah. Okay. Well, I fucked up. Sorry. That's one. The, for those playing bingo at home, congratulations. There's your drink. <laughs> Anyways, we didn't know, right? We didn't know. Now, anybody who went to the Justice League when it came out, even though it got review bombed, immediately knew that Superman, although he died in the movie, was coming back to life because he was cast in the uh, the Justice League 2 before the movie even hit theaters for the Justice League 1. Mm-hmm. And then that movie got canceled. We know in Obi-Wan Kenobi, no matter how much danger they put him in, Darth Vader was never going to kill him until the beginning of New Hope Mm -hmm. or the middle of New Hope. Stop doing this. I beg you. I know we're a small podcast and I hope somebody finally hears it that will listen. But like, stop doing this. You're ruining the experience for people. Yeah. Anybody with a brain, anybody who doesn't have cordyceps rolling through (laughs) their brain because they're turning into a zombie could figure out if they just Google the last of us part two or the fact that like all the controversies from the beginning of the last of us part two are being dragged through the internet again. Everybody knows that Ellie's alive. Everybody. That's true. Everybody also know that Joel dies early in the game. What? You have to know that. Yeah, I know. But here's the thing though. It's like, You're you're thinking about this from a gamer's perspective, though. I'm not. I'm thinking of this as somebody who consumes content. I'm thinking about this as somebody who goes, who sits there with my other half, and she goes, well, there's going to be a season two, so she's going to live, right? Like, in the episode. What danger is she in if they know there's a season two? Like, yes and no. Because there have been series that you know, they kill off the the main characters or like the second season or the next season is just a completely different story, right? Like American Horror Story, for example, right? Like, what did you call me? (laughs) None of those, none of those seasons are connected other than like the actors, right? But like you, you do have a point, you know, certain things have been ruined, but that was kind of inevitable anyways, because they're making this game or this, this series, um, 
like three years after the second game in the series came out. Like it would have been like you wouldn't have this opinion if they released the first game, then the the show came out and then they released. And I understand, two, right? But they and, also have wiggle room to like, we know Ellie's not going to be replaced, but they also have the ability now to, you can make an entire second season of stuff we've never seen. While Pedro and, um, oh, I can't think of her name. Bella Ramsey are like vibing here. Mm-hmm. You could make an entire season of them adventuring, getting into some like some danger, shenanigans, working on, working on like a common goal, and and leading up to how they end up at the ranch in season two. That's true. Like yeah, you have could. this awesome opportunity because I swear, I swear, if you guys just built up this Pedro Pascal like monument for the world. And then you take him out episode one or episode two. I get that it's going to be a lot about Ellie's relationship. But like, please, please, now, please, please. I don't remember where I read it. It might just be an article on, on Reddit or something like that. And I don't know if it's true or anything like that. But apparently uh, season two of The Last of Us is going to be sp- like the game is going to be split into two seasons. So it'd be like season two and three is going to be the entirety of s- of the second game, which is good because that way you get more Joel, not less. Exactly. Right. So my thought is that if they, if they split the first game up into two seasons, I could see us getting season two with Pedro Pascal throughout that whole thing up until the end. And season three, focusing a lot on Dina. Yeah. Now, do you remember for our listeners, because we did bring it up, do you remember what the controversy was um, when The Last of Us 2 was announced? You know what? There's a, there's so many. Do you remember what the big one was, though? Um, Not really. So Sony opened their presentation at E3 in like a barn. Remember? And it was like a this set and there was like all this dancing and Ellie's dancing with a woman and then Ellie kisses this woman while they were at a dance. Oh, yeah, yeah. And E3's minds exploded all at the same time. It was awful. And that was trending the other day on Twitter. And for me, that's going to like. It's so impactful. For what happens in like the last of us part two now keep in mind i only got to play through about half the game before my ps2 bit the dust or my ps4 bit the dust but like if people are already review bombing um the frank and bill episode right and they they review bombed the ellie and riley episode which was a standalone episode based off the dlc mm-hmm how do you think this show is going to fare with an openly gay relationship throughout the entire second season? Uh, if people are doing this to this yeah. on one-off episodes, I'm so scared for how the show will go because to me, this will, I call it a television masterpiece. No, it did have its flaws. Will I call it the best adaptation of a video game and live action I've ever seen in my entire life? A thousand percent. 
Well, second there best. Is it. The Super, Super Mario Bros. Super movie. Mario Bros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That movie is one of a kind. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, but there is nothing, nothing close to this at all. Halo, Sanic, no. Sanic was good, but was it that good? No. Mm-hmm. I got to say, though, I'm like, if people, if if we get back in our time machine, that was like 2018, 2019 when they showed off that video. Yeah, and people true. were so mad at Sony that it ruined their entire presentation. And Sony really hasn't gone back to E3 since. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's, it's hard to tell because it, maybe maybe we can hope for a slightly better world <laughs> once uh, this comes when season two comes out and they they do tackle those those subjects but at the same time i think there'll be a, a huge amount of support from you know like the gay community and and because they are getting representation uh, like further representation in mainstream media Right, especially for something that is as big as The Last of Us and how popular the show has been, kind of transitioning over into sharing those those stories a little bit more into something that yes, a lot of people are going to be watching, and sure there'll be people that want to review bomb it and say bad things about it and all this stuff, but I think overall the response will be will be pretty good. I I hope so. This show was incredible. I can't wait for season two. Can't wait for season three. I will finish the game beforehand so I could tell David how it goes because I worry about my, my, my young boy. Um, before we go, I want to talk about the one thing that was trending through the episode. <laughs> it's so funny. So um, the girl who played Ellie's mom was Ashley Johnson, the voice actor, and she's been in a few other TV shows and movies as well, but she was the, vo- the, the voice of Ellie in the games. Awesome, right? And she did an amazing performance giving birth to Ellie. That was it was fantastic. When you look at her, do you recognize her from anything? Uh, I did, but I couldn't really put my finger on it. So she was trending on uh, Twitter for the, the, the funniest reason. It was hot waitress from Avengers. So if you remember the original Avengers movie, there is a blonde waitress that runs up to a window and she looks all scared. And then Captain America kind of like saves her. And then at the end, she's like superheroes in New York while she's being like, um, um, like she's being interviewed. Yeah. Uh, that's who this girl is. Uh, okay. People Crazy. know her for that and nothing that's else. So funny. I like, I always, we, we always watch the episodes like two or three days after, but we both agreed. We didn't want to see any spoilers throughout the week. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we chose to do it that way. And I'm very excited to see what comes next. But please give us like almost a full season of Pedro. Please, 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 please. Because we don't need the last two episodes of that series being him like, or like four episodes, really. He was laying on his deathbed. So they did that um, that scene in the mall. Uh, do you remember what the DLC was called? I forget. Left Behind. Like left, left Behind. Yeah. Um, so they did that. Then they did the snow episode with the village and he was like half dead. And then he goes on like another crazy rampage and kills people mm-hmm. one at a time. Like he's John fucking wick. And then the last episode, he is John. Wick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I like, but 
Were you entertained? I was thoroughly entertained. There you go. They they did their job. They did they did do their job, and we did ours. We brought you guys an hour and twenty minutes of somewhat wholesome content with a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and a timbit debate to die for. <laughs> what are your favorite timbits? I personally just thought of the ones which with the cinnamon sugar powder on it. They're oh, those pretty are, good those as well. Those are pretty good. Yeah, they're fire. Yeah, they're fire. Too bad you can't get them at the uh, Tim Tim Hortons in your mall. <laughs> no, no, I don't actually think they make them anymore. They they also discontinued the Dutchie, and that was a sad day for everybody involved. A little raisin in a donut. The house hippo would have appreciated that greatly. Yeah. But that is it for this one. If you like what you're listening to, please subscribe. If you like our trivia, come to our trivia. If you like us, just support us. We would love that greatly. For myself. Wow, wow, is very nice. And David. That Hansel's so hot right now. He wishes. We want to thank you all for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode of the Scene on Screen podcast. Peace.